Welcome to the Field Ready Podcast. I'm hosting today's episode. I'm Andrew Crabtree. And today we're going to interview Steve Sick, uh, who's new to Rob Seco, and we'll let him introduce himself in just a second. Thank you guys so much for joining us. The objective of every product management team is to improve the product portfolio. If you're farming today, you have to be excited about what's going on. Favorite new advancement in this year's corn class? That's like asking somebody who their favorite kid is, really. So, but. <laughs> and so we really want to get to know what is exciting in seeds right now. All right, podcast audience, we have a treat for you today. Today we are going to be talking with Steve Sick. Uh, he's pretty new with Rob Seco, and I'm going to let Steve go ahead and introduce himself. Steve, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, my name is Steve Sick. I'm a soybean, sorghum, alfalfa, and sunflower product manager for Rob Seco. I started back in the seed business back in the mid-70s. I worked in agriculture my entire life, uh, mainly in soybeans, sorghum, and alfalfa. Spent a very brief time, four years in corn. Uh, worked for many different companies within the seed industry. Kind of brought, came back to Rob Seco. Um, it's really where I started my career. My dad was research director back in the 60s and 70s, and that's where I started my career working in nursery. And so I decided to come back to Rob Seco. Well, welcome back. We're glad to have you. Thank you. Glad to be here. So, Steve, uh, specifically today, I know there's a lot of products that you could represent, but I think for the purpose of, of this podcast, I think we want to specifically start talking about sorghum and i'd really like it if you could introduce me to the double team sorghum product sure the double team soybean sorghum cropping system uh, it provides growers with an unprecedented over-the-top grass control uh, through the use of the double team sorghum trait as well as first first act herbicide uh, it's an easy solution effective and it opens up grain sorghum to areas which have been off limits in the past and new to a lot of people it's it's really intriguing. Um, is so, the, the, I think the, the first question I want to you know, there's a lot of directions we'll go and we'll get to them all. But so the thing that's interesting to me about this is is this a GM trait or what are we looking at here? Is this genetically modified? What is this? No, it's not. Um, double team is a native trait, um, non-GMO, so it requires no specific channeling, uh, which is very unique in the industry. And it makes it kind of a, a novelty as well. No, that that's really interesting. And so the the I'm assuming there's some kind of a relationship, specific relationship there between the uh, the double team sorghum and the first act herbicide. Right. The double team sorghum cropping system is comprised of the double team sorghum trait from S and W and first act herbicide from Adama. So offers the growers a reliable, broad-spectrum grass control system. They must be used in concert with each other, so the only herbicide approved for double-team sorghum is First Act from Adama. Uh, it provides a very unique, over-the-top grass control to multiple species of grasses. That's pretty unique in the sorghum world, correct? It is. It really is something that's been needed for a long time. Uh, grass control, since sorghum is a grass, has always been very difficult to control. 
sandburrs, cockleburrs, you know, things like that that we can control is absolutely fantastic and, and opens up a new avenue to growers that we just never had before uh, because it was so hard to control, you know, those grasses. The other benefit to First Act is it controls volunteer sorghum, volunteer millet, volunteer forward sorghum, as well as volunteer corn. So it's really good to go in and help clean up your fields. No, that's in, that's incredible. Uh, I'm assuming then I, I want to make sure we stress this to, to listeners, uh, and I think the point is coming across, but I, I want to be pretty blunt. Uh, we're not going to go and hit this with, with glyphosate or any kind of a herbicide from another brand, correct? No, you are correct. Um, glyphosate can be used as a, as a pre-plant burn down, absolutely. It's really good to rotate your modes of action on your herbicide. So use glyphosate early, control any weeds that are up before planting. Come in, plant your double team sorghum, and then come in when the sorghum is eight leaf or you know approximately 11 inches in height. Come in, spray your first act herbicide over the top. Um, it can be applied up to a maximum of 21 ounces in the entire year, so a good split rate, uh, 10 ounces at, you know, V8, somewhere right in there is absolutely perfect. And come back, probably, you definitely want to spray it before heading. So come back, you know, just a little bit later on, maybe a, another month, come back and spray it again and your your fields are going to be nice and clean. So so when when do you want to target that first application? That first application is really targeted at that V8 or 11 inches high. Um, it is not yeah. registered or labeled for any sorghum, any double team sorghum hybrid shorter than that. You will see significant injury if first act is applied before V8. Uh, you may see some death, but typically it's just some stunting and some and some real bad issues. So what what you know what exactly? I know we talk about different grass weeds, but what, what can you list that would be some spe- some specific things that we would be seeing protection against here with this? The biggest things are are your volunteer corn, volunteer noble, non double team sorghum hybrids, your millets, your forage sorghums. Crabgrass has always been a problem, and probably to me, the biggest thing that's going to clean up is sandburrs. Sandburrs in certain areas were very, very troublesome out in sorghum fields. We couldn't control them. There was no real good control. I personally walked some fields that were just thick with sandburrs two years ago. They used the double team cropping system this past year and they were spot free. There was absolutely not a weed out there. They also came across a volunteer corn plant that was about five feet tall. Uh, It was hit with first act herbicide of course, this is way off label. It just happened to be, you know, that that tall at the wrong time, and it smoked it. Uh, there was it was completely dead. So it's got great efficacy. Wow, sounds awesome. So um, we talked about, you know, like when we want to hit that first application, and then you even talked about maybe the rate that we can go for subsequent applications. But how important is it with this to start with a clean field? It's extremely important. Uh, just like other crops, you always want to start clean. You know, so use, you know, use some of your uh, pre-emergent broadleaf herbicides as well as, you know, like I mentioned, uh, putting down a, a pre-plant with glyphosate uh, to, go, you know, kill your, any kind of troublesome weed out there. Come back with your first act at that V8 and you will have a very clean field. I would say you probably wouldn't even need a second application if you start clean. Wow. No, that's very cool. So, okay, when we're looking at double team... Um, 
even when you you know with the combination double team first act is there anything that we look at on the yield side does this have any impact be it positive negative is there a yield drag associated with this no that's a great question um, a lot of people associate herbicide traits and specific traits with yield drag or yield lag uh, the one thing we are seeing with the double team sorghum cropping system is these hybrids do not have yield drag or lag so you can expect the same yields um, with a with our double team hybrid just as easily as you will with with a non double team hybrid uh, there's no yield drag just you got cleaner fields and in my opinion you're actually going to see a yield bump and that is due to you just got no weed pressure uh, you've got no volunteer pressure you've taken away those yield robbing weeds that are out there that are uptaking the same moisture and the same nutrients as what the plant is trying to uptake no, that sounds perfect. All right, so maybe less on the uh, on the agronomy side of this, but is there any kind of a uh, stewardship requirement that would be unique to this? Yeah, there is. Um, there's a few stewardship requirements. All those are available on myrobseco.com. Uh, there's no limitations as to where you can plant double-team sorghum hybrids. Uh, the restrictions with the herbicide may also be found on myrobseco.com on the first act tech sheet. All those are available on the website. And then in terms of where this can go, where it can be used applications, there's no restrictions on that at all, right? Correct. There are no state restrictions or county restrictions on the herbicide. Well, this is an exciting product. This is the first year that, that Rob Seek will be offering this, correct? Yes, it is. First, uh, we're one of the very few in the industry that has uh, offered double-team sorghum hybrids. You know, Rob Seco really is excited to be on the cutting edge of the newest technology being offered to grain sorghum growers. We're really proud to be one of the first companies to realize the potential of this trait. Um, I, we think it's going to open up sorghum, uh, sorghum growing to a whole new generation of growers. And especially when times are tight like they are now, when you're trying to maximize return on investment on every acre you have, I think this is a great opportunity to get the most out of your sorghum acres. No, that's... Yeah, what a cool product, and what a what a neat way to introduce you to the podcast audience as well, because uh, I feel like this is something that's going to really change the game for a lot of people. I think it will, too. Uh, right now, we're into the medium to fuller maturities. Uh, so, you know, up north, there's some products, um, but it's really starting to take off into those early maturing products for basically the entire sorghum growing belt. Awesome. So, Steve, we've uh, we've talked about some sorghum. We've talked about some unique herbicide here. Uh, is there anything else that you're working on with Rob Seco in, the, in your new role that, that you've, uh, that's got you excited? We're really starting to expand into multiple technologies in soybeans, uh, working with the entire uh, soybean industry as far as uh, genetic suppliers. We're expanding our horizons on the sorghum side to work with multiple genetic suppliers as well. We're focusing our portfolio uh, down instead of we are, as a Rob Seco brand, we're still a mile wide and inch deep. However, our portfolios are getting focused, growing bigger piles, focusing on, on key products, key maturities uh, to better, need, better service our customers. I think that's really going to benefit people in the end instead of having five or six products that, eh, you know, some people may or may not want to having two or three that everybody wants. Uh, I think that's really key going forward. No, that's a that's a good way to, to wrap this up, I think. So, uh, Steve, I'm hoping that, you know, as some of our listeners, uh, you know, maybe do some 
do some meetings, uh, you know, post-harvest meetings. They do some uh, some meetings this summer, get the chance to meet you. Uh, I think that your background and your history in the seed industry is going to be a, a massive benefit for Rob Seco. So thank you for coming on. No, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. All right, uh, podcast listeners, uh, thank you for, for listening to the Field Ready Podcast. Come back on the uh, 1st and 15th of every month for new episodes. Uh, make sure you leave a comment. We know that you uh, got a lot out of this episode with Steve Six, so leave us a comment, a review, and uh, we'll be sure to see you on the 1st and 15th. And don't forget to stay Field Ready. A Huda Media Production.